They be like, what it be like, like, you already know what it is. It's your boy, Calvin Like My Way, and this is Cut the Noise, Growing Through Conversation. As you see, I got the returning guest. Last time on the podcast, we talked about the importance of serving our community authentically, right? But how does that look in Maryland? Let's talk about it. What's going on, brothers? What's going on? I don't know if I want to. <laughs> Let's say this this group, this one might be on thin ice over here. Yeah, yeah. Right. and I'm pretty uh, thick, so that's <laughs> might fall through. Let's say, not? Just, <laughs> just step aside, right? Nah, but but really, when it comes to being authentic and serving, how does that look in marriage? Mm. I know I'm gonna speak for me. Uh, I might be been married the longest in, um, sitting on by thirteen years this year. Yeah, yeah, you are. So, um. I know at first, marriage was something I thought it was a little different. You know what I mean? Right. And then as I got in it, a few years under my belt, it really revealed the truth of what it was. Mm. You know what I mean? Because a lot of times, I'm going to say for me, I can only speak for me, right? But I wanted to make an honest one. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like, you know, my a girlfriend, you know, baby moms. She didn't deserve to be baby mom. Mm. She didn't deserve to be just a girlfriend. She deserved to be a wife. Right. And she uh, displayed the characteristics that I thought a wife should have. Mm. So for me, I said, I just got to go ahead and, and, and do right by her. That was the catalyst moving starting for me marriage was okay I'm gonna do all the man stuff you're gonna do the woman stuff and I'm gonna work 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 deal with the kids now drama came in when she wasn't being served mm. the way that she felt she needed to be served right wow because she wasn't just a mother but if I was spending all my time working, giving out money, working, doing my own thing, working, what was the time for her? So that's whenever things had, there was a little shakeup mm-hmm. and things got corrected. Now I realize that marriage is not just you do your thing. You do your thing, and then we come together later. And mm-hmm. that's what girlfriend stage was, right? You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Um, but with marriage, it's us choosing to literally start a community mm-hmm. with us. I know that was a long gasp. What about you? <laughs> <laughs> oh man! To me, marriage is everything. Mm-hmm. Um, so when you look. At a team, mm-hmm. right? When you look at business, you know you, you you slice it all down. You have all these different departments, all of these these uh, different players, and they're supposed to have their one job mm-hmm. that they that they're supposed to do, and they do it. Right. However, without you connecting mm-hmm. with the other players, right. without with the other departments. Those businesses and those teams, they really won't be all that good. Right. And so to me, marriage is about the connection. It's about having the goals. It's about understanding that, look, we're together. We're going to live 
life together. And I think that sometimes we just want to do certain things. You know, I'm going to go to work. No, when I'm going to work, everything that I do, I do it with all of us. Mm. You know, not just my wife, but also the children that comes from my wife also. So we're we're really one. So so my my situation was was I don't know it's, it just was different because um you know they say the man finding a wife finding a good thing. I found a good thing a long time ago. Mm. It's just that in my mind it it took me so long to make her my wife, mm. and that just was uh, she deserved it. Right. But the world that we live in right now men and women were just more separate, right? It was like one being saying, um, I don't need you and all this little type of stuff and I don't need you either. And we've been living life like that for so long that when it was it was time to it, I'm like, man, we, we should be married. I'm not leaving you anyway, right. right? We should be married. I want to live my whole life with you. I want to grow with you. I want you to be my teammate. I want to have businesses with you. I want to have a family with you. I want to hold hold your hand while we can barely walk down these steps, right? Right. And so that's what made us say, or what made me pop the question, right? You know, because we was already arguing all the time, <laughs> <laughs> so I might as well, right? What about you, Bears? Well. Y'all had some deep answers. <laughs> I was just hungry, and she bought me some food. Oh, that's it. I was hungry. She bought me a plate, and I was like, "I'll marry you." That's it. That's all right. In the pocket. You had on that plate. She didn't cook it. She got it from little cookie. Yeah, it's more than. All right, you met the need though, so that's now I'm just messing. But um. Uh, whew. so yeah, marriage for me is, uh, it is community. Like you said, it is responsibility. Um, it's for me. And I honestly will say this. I didn't know what I was getting into. Um, I didn't know what marriage looked like. Um, now though my father got married a year before I did at 51 or 50, um, I still say I was like the first marriage in the family. Right, right, right. Because right. um, they get to see our marriage played out for a long time. Um, I didn't have an example right. growing up of marriage. Because, mm. um, <clears throat> again, by the time he got married, I was coming right behind him. Yeah. Um, so I was scared. Didn't know what it was. I didn't know <laughs> what I was supposed to do. I didn't know what it looked like when you're mad. I didn't know and how my family handled disagreements was stubborn. We fussing, we debating, we hollering, we passionate. Right. Um, so I didn't know how to even handle conversations. Um, but luckily I had done the work personally mm-hmm. on myself before I got married and I knew, and what's crazy is I didn't want to get married. Mm-hmm. Nope. Like at the time that, Jessica came into my life. Um, I told God, like, hey, man, I'm good. <laughs> you know, if I don't ever get married, I'm, I'm fine. I'm chilling. Right. Um, I'm starting I'm start my business. I'm getting that off the ground. I'm chilling. Um, you know, hey, cool. I don't have to be married. And then, you know, I got where he 
He got a sense of humor. I got you. Um, but when she came along, I could not deny what we had together. Mm. I could not deny the impact that I saw coming from us coming together. The people we would change, the the lives we would impact, the legacy um, that we would leave together. Mm. And I always tell her, I am not a husband at all, but I'm your husband. Mm. Like that's because for her, I feel like she she has so many great qualities. She could have got put with any man, and that man would have been better mm. by her being in that life. Right. Me, no. <laughs> I was not uh, universal, I right. because again I didn't know what it was. I didn't know. I didn't understand. And I'm very, you know, how I move is very particular. So I was like, I'm your husband, right. and so I accepted that responsibility um, for her and the calling that we both had on our life. We both got very big callings. We both are like personalities, and we got um, a lot of people who look up to us, and um, a lot of people who look to us. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, for things we both got real big giving hearts. Um, and so I knew she had a big calling. I knew I had one and we both could see each other's and we knew it was going to take somebody strong spiritually, mentally to kind of help carry that and to build from that. So that's why I, ended up, I got married. And, um, so I take responsibility for that every day. Right. Um, even though I didn't know what I was doing. I knew when you take responsibility, you figure it out. You go seek the answers. You go talk to who you need to. You work on yourself. Mm. And I did a lot of work before we got married. I was single for four years. And like you said, and, you know, we was talking before, sometimes God sent help, and I ain't going to finish the rest. But I had a lot of, I have a lot of platonic female friendships because I don't see women in that way to kind of conquer them. Mm-hmm. So that was that allowed me to have friendships to where yes. I could learn women and we can have this dialogue. And I was having those conversations in singleness that prepared, when I didn't even know that what was happening. But when I got in marriage, I'm like, oh, I remember my homie saying that, my own girl. Right. And so it helped me bring that and help me help her unpack all the baggage and stuff. And so I took responsibility for um for everything, her flaws, her, her weaknesses, strengths, and all of that. So, mm. yeah. So now we're trying to build a community. Um, yeah. So y'all get kids on the way. So like we said earlier. Nah, right? Yeah. Um, I, I got you, brother. What are we are all, all pretty deep, I say. Mm. Uh, beautiful, elegant stories. Oh. But, um, yeah. How do you guys deal with differing personalities? Like when it comes to conflict resolution, when it comes to disagreements, mm-hmm. how do you guys deal with it in your marriage? Conversation is important. Go ahead. So I think that uh, I'm gonna say it. I ain't really want to say it, but. <laughs> I'm to get you in trouble, man. No, no, no. I, I just think that a lot of times, um, a lot of times African-American not have, like, we need to go to a conflict resolution classes or seminars or something. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and it floats to every part of our lives, whether you're talking about on your job, right. every uh, marriages in your family, it seems like it's one argument and the whole family is broken up because you and your brother got into it one day and y'all said some things you shouldn't say. Right. Um, to me, the beautiful thing is when people have their own minds, mm. right? And if you have your own mind, there's another way. There's 15 different ways to do do things. Um, but if you talk to each other mm-hmm. and then you start understanding each other, then you can say, okay, we're going to do it this way or we're going to do it that way. Um, <clears throat> a lot of men just, just want to put their foot down. Right. Um, but listening and understand that you, you are the head, but you're the first server, mm. right? You have to serve. That's your, that's, when, when a, a minister comes, a minister came to serve. Mm. And that's what we have to to realize. Um, I go to work. I tease my wife all the time and tell her she spend the money. She finds ways to spend it, right? Um, yeah. it, 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 is, it is what it is. Yeah. And I'm happy with that. But she does so many things. She has been doing so many things for me before I changed her last night. Mm. Just, just been doing it. Right. So can we go through needing to make a decision, getting together <clears throat> as a community, as a family and making that decision? And before the big decision comes, let's talk about making decisions on how we're going to make a decisions anyway. Right. Let's have a plan on how we're going to make decisions. I think we don't do that. Right. Uh, and I think we don't do it because a lot of times we are afraid of disturbing the peace. Mm. But you brother. Yeah, um <clears throat> I agree wholeheartedly with that. And, and I think ain't nothing wrong with putting your foot down on solid ground. Mm-hmm. I think that's the issue is sometimes you have to. Sometimes you see stuff that um your wife may not see, but you ain't built a foundation to where you can say, Hey, listen, just ride with me on this. And just trust me, I'm going to lay it out. You know, we 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 think we read a Bible verse. And, <laughs> yeah, you're supposed to listen to me and submit. And and so that's not solid ground. You're putting your foot down on quicksand. Mm. And so Ooh. you ain't built nothing. You ain't the communication, the conversations that have to happen. Um, if you don't have them, you have nothing to stand on when the hard times come or... Uh, when you need to make a decision because everything do fall on the husband. Like mm-hmm. um, if the family fall apart, the first thing they're looking at is the do? husband. Um, <laughs> and that's cool. That's what we call the, you know, do, but, and so, but if you get with somebody who don't agree with you and disagree with everything, you had to see that before, you right. know, you know, you made that choice. And so you got to live with that choice. And, but if you find yourself in that situation, it's ways out of it. It's ways to come, like figure that out if you're willing to do the work. Mm-hmm. Um, and so dealing with different personalities and different um, varying experiences and upbringings and that kind of stuff is, like you said, basically conversation. Sure. We had a lot of hard conversation. Listen, I had got, I was so tired of dating, uh, you know, at one point to where when I when I said I was finally ready for like to at least see where this go. Um, we gonna have hard conversations early. Right. We gonna right. get we gonna get them out of the way first date, second date. Listen, who are your parents? Mm-hmm. Are they crazy? 
how did they have, I ain't studying you because I want to see where you come from. Hey, right. Yeah, because if, if I see them and how they handle stuff, chances are you don't learn from them and you don't learn your conf, conflict resolution from right. from your family. Mm-hmm. So I need to meet them. You know, I need to, so what, what's the situation? You know, how do you, did they argue a lot? You know, did they come to agree? And then I heard that and no, nah, it was, they had disagreements and she grew up in a household with what are they with some arguments and stuff, and so that let me know what I was dealing with. Right. Because if you don't know what you're dealing with coming in, you'll be surprised by everything. Yeah. I can't believe you said or you did. Well, you should have been watching. You should have been looking. You should have been understanding. Um, you just in love. You done, you in lust. Uh-huh. You looking at the booty and mm-hmm. you know all that stuff. And but you ain't really understanding. You had to deal with a human being who grew up a different way from yeah. you, and we got together at 28. Mm-hmm. So that's almost three decades of set, built-in mm-hmm. ways. And you expect the person to change in one year, they've been in the same thing for 28 or 20 or 19. Well, however, when you get married, right. you, they got more years in that than they do in marriage. Right. So it ain't going to happen right away. Yeah. You ain't going to be on one core right away. Mm-hmm. Um, so grace... Is needed. Yes. Understanding is needed. And for me, I didn't come in trying to be a dictator. Like, and I will say this, we got married in a pandemic. So it made sense that she already had a house. I had a townhouse. She had a house. So I moved in to her house Mm -hmm. because we want to try to get no house in no pandemic. All the craziness going on. So, but when I came in, I didn't touch nothing. I didn't move anything. I put my stuff where it was. And I said, I'm going to live the way she been living mm. first. And I'm going to get acclimated where she put stuff at in the refrigerator, where she put stuff at in the cabinet, where she got the furniture at. Mm. Keep it all the same. Because she been living this way in her house, in her, her place. And slowly, we start merging together mm-hmm. and being acclimated. So it's really just taking your time, having patience, not trying to come in just because you a man, you, you know, uh, you know, say this is where it's gonna go. This is, you know, and you ain't show her anything. Mm-hmm. You ain't led your finances right in in singleness. Mm-hmm. She ain't got no no map to go by on what you done did and what you done said you were gonna do and follow through on. Um, so we just want to use our our gender yes to uh to drive everything right when you know when women go off results. They see you like right, he said he gonna do something. He mm-hmm. showed up, and that's what she told me. She said, "In, in singleness, everything you said you were gonna do, you did." Mm-hmm. And so that let me know that if I'm gonna follow you, then I'm following somebody who's gonna carry their word. Mm-hmm. And you know, so I think that's how you deal with all of that and having those hard conversations. And like Mallory said, systems. We talk about stuff before we, we talk about kids. We right. ain't got none. Right. But we going to parenting classes. Yeah. Um, we saving up for them. We t- we deal we talking about uh postpartum, mm-hmm. you know, that possibility. Come on. We having all those conversations before they even get here. That's good. So so there's two things, you know, that 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 I hear from you and it's just so funny. I'm I'm feeling like I'm being Kevin right now. <laughs> but <laughs> you gotta one is reputation. Mm-hmm. So men have a reputation, regardless of before you uh, get with your wife and all that kind of stuff. As as men, period, we have a reputation, and sometimes it doesn't look good at what past men have done. Right, and we have to fight through those things. 
And the other one was trust. You kind of want your significant other to trust you. Mm -hmm. It is what it is. You're going to be making decisions. These decisions are going to be important. You want this person to trust you. And a lot of times men don't understand you have to be trustworthy first, mm -hmm. right? So that's what you said that before. Before y'all got married, you had things that you would do. You had goals that you have, and then you completed them. So you got to the point where you say, okay, I finished this. That's what made you trustworthy. Yeah. So now if you're going to have, I, I done beat up the reputation. I don't care what other past and what other guys, I don't care if it was your dad and what they was dealing with, right? I smacked that away. And now I've shown in my life that you've seen that I'm trustworthy. And usually after those things, we good. Yeah. That's beautiful. Uh, I don't even remember my question. Oh, sorry. Nah, you good, brother. Dealing with different... Uh... Yeah, conflict. Okay, so for me, you guys literally said all my answers. Right, here we all yeah. married. Let's <laughs> <laughs> say, doing good, I would say. Yeah, yeah. yeah we want so, cool. Yeah. You're right! <laughs> <laughs> you know, have, having a hard conversation, having thorough conversation, getting detailed as possible, looking into backgrounds, uh, family dynamics, uh, and even uh, the spiritual side as well. Mm -hmm. We have to do our due diligence. Mm -hmm. Move before we even move forward and get into marriage. Mm -hmm. uh, you should be doing that due diligence before you really start dating seriously. But hey, um, it is what it is. Yeah. So before you make that commitment, get serious and have those hard conversations. Check the car facts. Uh, <laughs> I was gonna say, what is due diligence? Because somebody might not. Oh yeah, my I don't know what due diligence. Okay, is. that is doing your homework, like like almost like a background check or a resume, right? Uh, if you're on a job, they're gonna check your background and say, okay, you said you worked here. Let's see if this is true, uh -huh. right? If you say you you dealt with conflict, you come from a or you come from a broken home, or you don't know how to deal with a man in the household. Okay, glad you let me know that. Let's have a conversation. Let's go to counseling. Let's talk to a pastor. Let's even read the Bible together. Yeah. And let's see how we can close that gap. Right? You have to do the work. The due diligence. Mm -hmm. um, also, when it comes to, you know, like kids and making decisions, it's not a one-person choice. Yeah. You are a team. You are a community. You are a family. You are a couple. It's two people. The final say-so primarily should go to the right decision. I'm going to say it just like that. Yep. To the right decision. We have conversations so that you can give your side, your viewpoint. I give my side, my viewpoint. And then we come to a decision. Now, if there's a conflict, obviously that's what we're talking about, yep. where... We don't really know which way to go, or you're looking at it from this way. Somebody gotta gotta be the tiebreaker. Somebody gotta make that choice. And when you make that choice to stand up, this is what we're gonna do. Mm -hmm. The responsibility for when it goes wrong or it goes good, yeah, it relies on you. And as the man, that's your responsibility. So you have to be serious. You must be willing to take responsibility and. That conflict arrives. It's all on you, bro. So you got to be sure. That's why you have a helpmate where she can look at your blind spots 
you look from her blind spots and y'all make that decision. And that is how we deal with conflict. You know, I don't do yelling. I do, you know, we got kids. We had Jay before we got married. My whole thing was we would never argue in front of the kids. We might have a disagreement. We might talk about something. But if it get to a point where we need to go in the room and talk, we're going to go in the room and talk. Yeah. We're not going to go in the room and holler and yell. We're going to go in the room and talk. Mm-hmm. Because that uh, misunderstanding can cause strife even amongst the children. Like, yo, what's going on? How my daddy talk to my mom like that? How mama going to talk to daddy like that? Mm-hmm. And you don't want kids to be in grown folks' business. Mm-hmm. I say just like that. Mm-hmm. Um so we, we would always go to the room. We'd have those real deep conversations. I also, whenever it comes to just day-to-day activities, have conversations. Right. You know, we do what we call pillow talk. So my guy from my mom and dad, I used to hear my mom and dad in the room. After they put us to bed, we supposed to be sleeping. Mm-hmm. Their rooms would cross the hall, and we just hear them talking. Me and my brother try to sneak on the floor and crawl in, try to listen to what they're talking about. They hear us every time. I've always had that, yo, let's talk. Yeah, right. let's, let's talk, you know, so that you can get off whatever's on your chest. You can talk about your day, you know, because I don't really want to hear about that stuff if I'm watching the fight, you know, if I'm watching the game or we're watching a good show. Yeah. Let's let's say that for, ooh, for, for pillow talk. Good time. Yeah. That way, if it's, if I'm not interested, I might doze off on. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> sorry, man. Um, but nah, she keep the lights on now, so we talk. Uh, but seriously, you gotta have those conversations. And honestly, even the name of this podcast, "Cut the Noise," growing through conversation. Uh, my original idea was for the com- for the podcast to be me and my wife talk. Mm-hmm. She don't like cameras like that. Uh, oh. <laughs> she oh she ain't studying that. But um, it's because that is how we got through those rough patches in our life, mm-hmm. right, in our marriage, is by cutting the noise. In other words, little single friends, little big-headed mom and daddy, okay. people that believe different things, folks that don't even believe in God trying to tell you what a marriage is supposed to be, but they single, mm-hmm. got a couple of babies. Yeah, you know, those situations. Yeah. We're going to cut all that noise, and we're going to have a conversation, and we're going to grow through instead of just going through Mm. So, a <laughs> little backstory right there. Um, <laughs> but that's why it's important, too, to have wise counsel. Right. Not just any counsel. Wise, wise counsel. Because you might come to a stalemate and you, you, just, you just don't agree. Mm-hmm. But if you got some solid um, friendships and other marriages, uh-huh. um, that's why you shouldn't shun, you know, having married friends. Absolutely. Because um, I know some couples, they... they they don't want to mingle with other married friends. I'm like, that's what? weird to me. Bro. That don't make no sense. Mm-hmm. Like, why wouldn't you want healthy marriages around you? Mm-hmm. Um, and so when you go have them stalemates, you go get somebody who who can check you. Mm-hmm. Don't go looking for somebody to agree with you. Right. Go looking for somebody who's gonna say, "Yeah, you wrong." Right. And if you are right, they're gonna say, "Yeah, you right," but don't go in there saying you right. Yeah. <laughs> go in there and resolve the conflict yeah. because. Being right in marriage means you can be wrong. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, uh, and then I've got what's right is like, did we solve the problem? Right. So, wise counsel help you reach that. Um, and when I say counsel, it sounds very formal, like a pastor yeah. or something. Yeah. Wise counsel is just somebody who's been through it, who's unbiased, who can say you tripping. 
Yeah. Like, and or who can say well, your wife is right, or you know, again, you wrong and you need to check yourself. Right. And so you don't want nobody who's gonna be yes men around yeah. you in those a- moments. A- absolutely. And when you say wise counsel, it does it doesn't mean like he said it's not oh you gotta get counselor mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. pastor. It can be your best married friend. You know what I mean? And you tell this is one thing I always I always tell people. You telling me a story about something that happened? Tell me the whole story. Mm-hmm. Like if I'm telling you a story, I remember I went to a con- I had a conversation with somebody. I ain't saying no name, but um, I'm, I'm like, hey, this happened. This is going on. Yada yada. So, oh man, I, I think you're right. I said, hold up, I ain't come for that. <laughs> I ain't come for that. Hear me out. Uh huh. Because I might be wrong. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. I might be wrong, and I want to know it. So hear me out. I'm not finished. Mm-hmm. I said that. Uh, you know what I mean? Like to to have that self awareness. Yep. To say, okay, I don't know. Like we're on a disagreement. We're usually on the same page, right? We're having a disagreement on this. What's the disconnect? Right. Yeah. Being able to have that conversation, you know, get detailed as much as you can. Uh-huh. You want to tell everybody, are you? Yeah. Right. Um, but. Be able to look for that wise counsel and a person that is going to be real with you. Like, bro, tell me if I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. Fam, tell me if I'm wrong. Gotcha. Now, but tell me if I'm right, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Um, go ahead, brother. What you got? So, so um, to me, this goes with any connection. Absolutely. Right? Mm-hmm. Now, when you go to the interview process of trying to get a job, mm-hmm. a lot of times we're looking at it from, hey, you just want a job. But really is they're trying to hire you and you got a lot of things that they're want from you too. So can y'all deal with each other? So you say, hey man, when you're going in your job, this is all my baggage, just like you have, they have all their baggage. And a lot of times we don't put our baggage on the floor. That's right. And if you did that, you won't have this trouble that you're talking about. So now if it's a job interview, I don't know if you want to put that back. Well, yeah. But uh I'm just getting and, and and I get yeah. what you're saying. So, <laughs> I got what you're saying. When when you have a career, oh yeah. When you have a career and you're looking at stages and steps that you want to go through in your career, mm-hmm. it's not that I'm trying to get a job mm-hmm. because I don't want this job right here to mess up the rest of my career. Mm-hmm. Right? I have a whole, pretty much a life that I'm going to live up to. And so a lot of times we're looking at jobs and we're looking at what they're giving to us, this money that they're giving us and all this little type of stuff. But it's more it's more than that. Right. And it's the same thing with a marriage. If you're looking at a marriage of two people being together and all that kind of stuff, no, I want to know when Mad Day comes, mm-hmm. right? Because Mad Day is going to come. How are we going to deal with that? Because the the how is way more important than what you're talking about, yeah. right? Can you still respect me mm-hmm. when we're in this conflict, right? Do you still love me when we inside this conflict, right? Mm-hmm. Can you still hold me up and lift me up when you when you don't understand this decision, right? right? So that's how connections go. Mm-hmm. The way you want to treat me during these hard times is really way more important than how you're going to treat time. me during a good time. So that's, that's what's going on. Now, sharing is what we're talking about there. Can we share everything that we've had, everything that we built up, everything that we're going to have with each other? Right. right, or are you going to be selfish and hold it on to yourself? And tell you the truth, if you're going to be selfish and I'm good with you being selfish, then y'all have a great relationship, yeah. you know. But that's that's what it is. When you're talking about loving someone, mm. we got to love them the way that's going to be healthy for them. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
And you learn that over time and experiencing and looking at that and seeking. You literally got to seek your wife. Mm -hmm. Be like, man, what does she want? Mm. What does she want that she'll never get? Mm. She'll never buy it for herself. What does she want and she don't even realize it? You almost need to know her better than she knows herself. Right? Absolutely. <laughs> and when you know those things, then you usually have a good play. Because guess what? She know when she was in a bad mood. You know when you was in a bad mood. Right. right? And she might not never say it. Right? But if you treat her in such a way that she's willing to open up for you, because a lot of times we truly not opening up. Mm. Right? We don't we we're we're dealing with all these other stuff that we like. We might be laying in the bed together and all that. But are you opening up your whole entire being right. to that other person? So if they opening up, when I didn't let all my guards down and it's just, it rolled off, right? That's a connection. And we don't connect that way all the time. And that's what we need to do. If we connect that way all the time, and there's a, a great understanding in that connection, mm -hmm then you can cherish it right? and say, look, man, I got this great thing right here and I don't want it to get tarnished. Mm. I don't want it to rust. So, you know, you might wax it. You pulling that car into the garage, right? You don't leave it out there and let it get wet. No, no, right. No, because you, because they're all, they, it's opened up. And now if it's opened up and she's open, that responsibility of your wife opening up to you, you must take care of it. Mm. And that's what you have to do. That's real. Dope. You are her home. You, 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 you legit broke down what real intimacy is. You know, so, which leads me to the next section here. Um, you know, they, they came out with the book a few years back, Five Love Languages. So, and it comes to learning your partner's love language. Is it something that you figured out, something they told you, something you didn't know about until you saw the book? So we took the test in dating. Mm. Um, Y'all be ahead of the game. Yeah. <laughs> we did pre-engagement counseling. Yeah. Before we even got engaged, wow. we did counseling. So listen, man, I, I have been through some... like that. <laughs> I've been through some stuff, man. I was like, nah, we're going to do this before I even... Them rings. Yeah. I looked them prices. I was like, hold on now. <laughs> Y'all wanna pay for counselor first or this ring to make sure. But um but nah, we did pre engagement, but we I'm because of the conversations like I said I had with my platonic female friends, they would talk about love languages and all that stuff. That's why yeah. take you know, I wanna I don't know how to say this. Stop thinking with you, you yeah. know. And if you can have some solid opposite sex friends right. without confusing all the stuff, you can really learn some stuff. And right. um, but not only was I'm, I'm gonna stay on love language. So yeah, we figured out each other's love language in dating. Um, hers was gift giving. Um, mine is words of affirmation, quality time. Mm. Um, and so yeah, so use that slightly. Right. But I'm Thank a person you. that. I study everybody. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I study all my friends around me. I know when every friend I got is lying. I know when every friend I got is nervous. <laughs> like, I'm just a person like that who 
I'm watching her body language. Yeah. Yeah. So I did that with her and get on her nerves because she's like, you don't, you don't know me. You don't think you know me all the time. And I'm you like, know I know everything. I know what make you tick, what's going to make you do this, mm-hmm. do that. Um, and so I use that more so than because like something Mallory said was you have to love your wife in a healthy way. Um, and that don't mean in the way they want to all the time. Right. Mm. Because they might be asking for stuff that they don't. It's like a child. I want this toy. I want this thing. I want this. And you got to say no because that's it's dangerous. Mm. And sometimes, you know, if you if you're paying attention, because when it comes to intimacy, my wife has some things that kind of the way she looked at intimacy. It was some childhood trauma stuff that if I would have gave her intimacy in the way that she wanted in the beginning while we were dating, she would have just got the same stuff she got growing up. So I had to pay attention and say, let's reshape how you think about intimacy. Mm -hmm. And all the stuff Mallory said was she was used to not doing any of that before intimacy led to like sex. Mm -hmm. But we end up building a connection like that from conversation, from building, from being around one another to that. When the sex was introduced, um, it was, you know, it was out of his world because right. we had already built on that level. Intimacy. Yeah. yeah. Well, she was used to people just want her for certain things, and um, it, yeah, like it's it's amazing. It's out of the, I would say that like because it's another without touching each other, you right. just got this connection. Yeah. Um, and but you got to be paying attention. I think that's where a lot of men go wrong. Right. I ain't gonna say black men. Men oh, yeah. tend to be like, well, I'm working, I'm bringing home the bacon, and I'm doing it, and I ain't got time to be. No, you have to pay attention. Mm-hmm. You have to watch. You got to have conversations. And you got to have conversations more than one time. Yeah. Um, they be like, well, we don't have this conversation. I'm tired of talking. Mm-hmm. No, it's sometimes it's going to take years mm-hmm. to unpack stuff. Yeah. Um, like you said, baggage. You got to unpack everything when you come into marriage. And and you do that. It's just like unpacking after a trip. You done been through some stuff. You done been on trips through life. And when you lay everything out on the bed, you know where to put it. Right. So, you know, the shirts go here. You know, this go there. You know, this go. Organized. You know, so the next time you about to go on a trip, you ain't got to unpack and pack up at the same time. Right. It takes more time. That's harder. So you em- you empty out all that stuff and you ready for whatever life brings because you don't unpack, mm. you know, the other stuff. So um, so love language is, is great, but paying attention and understanding is more important to me. And also, too, is way more than love languages. Mm-hmm. Attachment styles. Mm. I don't know if y'all have heard of that. But that kind of stuff is way more measurements than love languages in marriage. So I, I advise everybody to, if you ain't heard of attachment styles, look that up. And it's even more stuff beyond that, but I'm going to just keep it there. Yeah. Right. So, yeah, that's how I approach love language in, you know, yeah. in marriage. So, yeah. I'm like that. You know, sometimes you're, uh, it's funny because you're in a marriage. Sometimes that other person needs space too. Mm. And it's hard to figure out. Not necessarily hard to figure out when they need space. You know, I, sometimes I feel a certain way you need some. What do you mean you need some space from me? You know what I mean? And they don't see it. I made you work. Have yeah. space you want. <laughs> there you go. But it was. Okay, that's not see, you know? <laughs> So, so just just understanding what the other person needs are, right? Because they need something from you, and 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 provide it. Right. Because that's for me anyway. My wife provide all my needs. That's what made me like, man. 
She just knew it. Oh, before, if I could think about this as something that I wanted and it's not necessarily a material thing, she was provided. Already having that conversation when I needed to have that conversation. So, you know, yeah. And and how you connect. Mm. You got to connect on every level. I just want to, if there's a level that you're not connecting on, Mm. work on it. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. You got to be willing to work on that, that level. Before you need to. Right. Yeah. Right. That's the biggest thing. Because if you wait until you need to, it's already a problem. It's already yes. a problem. Now we gotta now we gotta learn this stage. We gotta unpack. We gotta figure out this. We gotta yeah. figure out that. And then we get to the issue. Yep. That started all this. Mm-hmm. So no, nah, I agree with you one hundred percent. Uh both of you. Um as far as the love languages, I had heard about it. I thought it was stupid. I'll be honest. Yeah. I, I I heard about it before. I was like, man, that's so stupid. Hmm. Um then got married, and I'm very observant myself. Yeah. And, you know, stuff popped off, like I said, later on down the road, and we ended up getting into the love language thing. And I told her I already knew what she was. Right. She just didn't know who I was. Mm-hmm. Um, because, like, you, I'm an introvert. Introvert. Uh, it's like, you know, the physical touch. Everybody, all the guys, he physical touch, physical touch. I love physical touch, mm-hmm. but more than that, yeah. right? Yeah. More than that, you know. I, I'm kind of a, uh, I ain't three dimensional. I'm like a four dimensional person. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I'm kind of everywhere. But like you said, you gotta know what your partner needs and when they need. Right. You know what I mean? But uh, like I said, I thought it was stupid. I feel like there's value in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that value, like you said, I really think it's something that people need to figure out before marriage. Mm-hmm. You know, pre pre-game information. Yeah. Uh it's almost like a scout report. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, okay, this is what you do. Oh, you don't like this at all. Okay, let me go ahead and move what I like. Move that over here to the side. Right. You know what I mean? And now you know what I like. So and that's that's really the point. It's like with love languages. In the sense, if what I like to receive from you is not what you like to receive from me, that's perfectly fine. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like, that's perfectly fine. Like, a lot of people think, oh, my physical touch, I need yours to be physical touch, so we just be touching all the time. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. yeah. But the truth is, if that was the case, that touch, it wouldn't have the same value. Yep. Mm-hmm. Because that's all you'd be doing. Yep. What? You want to grow on a deeper level. You want to learn each other uh, mentally, spiritually. Mm-hmm. You want to understand, like, gift-giving. Like, what do you really like? What don't you like? Right. What type of gifts do you like? Yeah. You know, because a lot of times people say, oh, gift give. I'm going to give you what I, I, I love. bicycle. Let me buy my baby a bike. Right. She don't care if I'm going to a bike. We'll be saying that. You know what I mean? But to, to understand your spouse is really like understanding yourself. You know yep. what I mean? Do you do that first? Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Because a lot of times we have these preconceived notions on what love is, what it's supposed to look like, how our parents did it, or whatever, wherever we glean this information from, stuff from TVs, Netflix, movies. Mm-hmm. And it's like, a lot of that's just dysfunction. You know, a lot of it's dysfunction. Yep. And we feel, and we, and we begin to model our lives behind dysfunction. I wonder why things aren't working out. Mm-hmm. Right. Because they're not functioning. Right. 
So I love, like I said, do the work beforehand mm-hmm. and continue to seek, look, and do the work. Continue the process. Yeah, a lot of people think they're going to find themselves in a marriage. Mm-mm. A marriage don't, Mm-mm. it don't, uh, a marriage reveals. So if you had something going on beforehand, now you can't run. Ooh. So don't try to get a marriage thinking it's going to fix something that's wrong with you. Right. It's just going to magnify it. Absolutely. And then it's going to make you work on it because you know, a lot of times people, if they knew themselves before they got married, they probably wouldn't have married that person. Right. And so, um, because that, who you are after you find yourself might not even been attracted or needed that person mm-hmm. that you married. You right. know, so now you got to figure that out in marriage. Okay, now I found myself. I'm looking at this person like, what you why are you, <laughs> Cock, why are you get here? Hey, you know, so <laughs> don't get into a marriage thinking it's going to fix something, yeah. um, you know, just by itself. Right, 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 um, right. Yeah, it just reveals. So if you got something going on, it's just kind of like money. Mm. Money reveals. Money don't change. Money reveals what was already there. Yeah, really so somebody, somebody changed because they got a little money. They was already that person. All right. mm-hmm. You know, so yeah. You know, people people say, uh, yeah, don't give me give, don't give me the lottery. I can not know about winning that. I might it might change. Try me. <laughs> Try me. <laughs> Let me figure that yeah, out. Yeah, I wouldn't mind figuring that out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Figure that out. Yeah. I don't know who I am, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I need to figure these things out. <laughs> uh, shoot, send me the ticket. I'll pay somebody oh. to help me figure it out. <laughs> But I think a lot of times when you look at yourself, mm-hmm. you 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 have to understand how that you change. Right. So the person that you with changes also. Right. But if y'all living together, right, y'all should change. If he she she go to work and she come back, bringing those things that she uh, that that's changing her, right? And right. saying yeah, this happened at work and all that kind of stuff. You have to change with her. Mm-hmm. So realizing that you change. Right. You know, people say, oh, over the years we just grew apart. Well, that means y'all wasn't growing together. Mm-hmm. Y'all supposed to be growing together. Right. And so if you hide and stuff and you have all these secrets and stuff, like, you know, that's what's making y'all grow apart. But if you tight, yep. y'all done got close and close and this is this is how y'all are all the time. Y'all having y'all, those conversations. You're having a conversation. You understand what's going on spiritually with us. You got a family. Everything that's coming into each other's life, mm-hmm. right? Because you're one now. And also what I, I like to throw in that, you gotta continue to have experiences. Yes. You gotta travel, do stuff together, see see things, experience the world. Go dip, go to different restaurants. If you go into the same place all the time, just get bored and get monotonous. I'm, this has been my secret. I've been letting people know about marriage. Ready? I'm ready. It's boring. Oh yeah. Very. It's boring. <laughs> okay. You're gonna get a couple years in. You oh man, this is so boring. But the thing is, the only reason it's boring is because you aren't doing anything different. You're not growing. You're not changing. You're not striving. You're not saying, you know what? I ain't never been to Colorado. Why don't we go to Colorado? I don't even know what's in Colorado. Let's go. You know what? Why not? Because by experiencing things, seeing the world, making memories together, now it's not just tied into yeah, go to work, come back home. Yeah. Right, come back home. Yeah, we did this, went to church again, came back home. You know, we ate at the same restaurant again, come back home. Let's experience 
life. And also, like we said earlier, like you were just saying, having those conversations, growing together, and continuing to live in abundance. Right. And I ain't talking about uh, prosperity and all that, but living in abundance, living all the way, living at 110, yeah. continuing to do, experience, smile, laugh, joke, enjoy life. Because it's a gift. That's why it's called presence. Come on. You know? Um, sorry, picture. No, nah, you good. Like uh, experience. You know, sometimes um, be willing to experience it again, too. Because a, a lot of times. I uh, already did that. I've been, a, I've been, right. So I've been to Disney World 20 times. Mm -hmm. Right? My wife ain't never been. Right. So it was just a different experience. I'm going because I want her to experience it. Right. right? I can care less about me. <laughs> it, it is what it is. Yeah. But she wants to see it. Why in the world I'm not going? Yeah. You know. So and you do it with your, you do it with you do it with your children. You like want want them to live and see everything that you saw. Everything that was good. Hey, once you go here, once you do this, once you you yeah. pushed him to do that. Why yeah. do you think you're not doing that with your with your wife? Mm. If you have not experienced this, honey, let let's experience this. Right. So sometimes you spending some time saying, "Oh, if I take if I taste something that was good, right. and I went to a restaurant and I'm saying, man, this is good. I like bang bang shrimp. Go I say this thing right here is good. Or oh, go to Winston's. Oh, I'm, I'm plugging bang, bang. in. I'm plugging in for everybody. It's awesome now. We have the bleak. Yeah. <laughs> so when, if, but but I'm I'm gonna start saying, man, you, you tried this. Mm -hmm. This right here is good. Have you tried it on on the taco? Have yep. you tried the salad? Have you tried it? He said, "Yep, I tried it on it." <laughs> but if, if but I'm gonna share it because it's so good. Yeah. And I definitely gonna do that. With my wife, mm. you know, you go to Angie's, they got the best on the Palmer right over there. And go on and go to Angie's, get the best, best on the Palmer. It's close to 2 Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's on the clip. It's on the clip. I can catch when they close. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> he said Angie's. He, he know when they close. <laughs> right. And it's too. But I'll say this too. Um, that let me believe that a lot of marriages don't taste good. Ooh. Because the way you just said, if you like something, you'll talk about it. Yeah. Before I got yeah. married, it was, uh, yeah, I mean, take your time. Um, you know, marriage is work. You sure? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You sure you want to, you know, uh, marriage. go back. Jesus. Mm, Wait a minute. Take your time. And I'm like, doing it again. is anybody marriage good? Like, you know, so that led me to believe that. They not promoting, and so the ones who did say that, um, those are the ones who I listen to all of because again, what not to do. There you go. But it leaving to believe that if I talked to ten, two probably said, "Yeah, marriage is amazing." Marriage, is, but all what I saw was all it was was work. Yeah, they just got married. They had to do some work. Mm. <laughs> they thought they were gonna get into it and it'd be easy. And I'm like, this yeah. what y'all talking about? That was bad. You got an in house made man. That's what I got. Yeah. It's just a little work. That's what y'all fuss about. Like, so that's that that was a revelation. Like I like that. So a lot of marriages they don't, they don't taste good. Uh, but again, what are you cooking? Too. You know, what ingredients are you putting in there? Like, you know, what cookbook are you reading from? Uh -huh. Exactly. And we we want to microwave everything. Right. Yeah. Like sometimes stuff gotta go in the oven and take time. Yeah. Um, so that's and then, too, I was going to say, too, with the adventure and the key, 
I'm the one that, that doesn't, that don't, um, Jessica is the adventurous one. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I want to say talk to the ladies. Sometimes y'all might have to be the ones that plan and, yeah. uh, and have the idea. Cause a lot of women get burnt out. Like I'm always the one planning. Hey, listen, if you want to do it, might you busy. might have to be the one, you know, everybody got strengths and weaknesses and eventually it catches up and balances out to the point where now, like just this week, I'm looking for stuff like on Eventbrite and stuff in couple, right. for couples to do in the yeah. area. That ain't never been me. I ain't no romantic person. I, I We only do hugs in my family. Right. We just started hugging. And so my brain doesn't, you know, work. Now, we're going to have the communication and the conversations and the intimate talks and all that stuff. But to go somewhere, to explore, to um, I just didn't grow up with a lot of that. So, and I always tell my wife, um, my reality was better than my dreams. Mm. I didn't have that many dreams. I was just trying to survive. Mm. And so when I got older, I'm just like, all right, make it to Tuesday. Tuesday, make it to Wednesday. Wednesday, make it to Thursday. That's all I was worried about. Mm. And so I didn't have dreams of going to Disney World. I still don't. Mm-hmm. I hate people, mm-hmm. crowds. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I would go if she said, let's go. Right. Um, when, I, when we had kids, like, if they want to go, and I'm going to try to do it with a smile. <laughs> But um, you made it. You made yeah, one one person in the in the marriage who who don't uh, don't shun if the other person wants to be adventurous. Right. Um. You know, it might be somebody pulling the other for a while, but and that's but that's balance. Yeah. And that's what it's all about. And you know, just don't drag every time they tell you like, oh Lord, we gotta go to Disney World. We gotta because that'll make them not even want to yeah. suggest nothing or want to do nothing with you. So, yeah. um, cheerfully serve and that could all this is serving cheerfully serve yeah absolutely so so the other thing that i I just want to touch on something that you said you know i think a lot of times we look at marriage and and when we get into marriage and all we think about is intimacy Mm -hmm. why are you sharing your whole life not just this intimacy part right there's a whole bunch of things that you're doing and how you're defining intimacy how that changes inside and outside right because I'm not just sharing, I'm, I'm, I'm just not living inside of my home with you. We're going everywhere together. Living life. And so when you when you do that and you're sharing it, when this becomes your everyday, right? Then you can come, uh, that might be a little bit strong, but then you can come and do so many things. <laughs> yeah, but that's, that's, that's to me what, what what goes on in the marriage. What, what we gonna do? We gonna we how, how we gonna buy a car? How we gonna buy a house? You know, buying a house is difficult mm-hmm. when you got your your way and they got your way and all that kind of stuff. That's a conflict in itself. Yeah. Going through those conflicts and dealing with and enjoying it, I enjoy it. Man, I, I think we hit on quite a bit uh, this episode. Um, mm-hmm. Are there any closing thoughts? Enjoy life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do it together. Enjoy life together. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's another form of service. Uh, you know, waking every day trying to outserve each other. Yes. You will be, you know, you, you will have a fine balance if both of you wake up and find ways to serve mm. one another. Um, and it's going to be seasons where one serves more than the other. Um, it's going to be seasons where what you get served, you ain't going to want. Um, you know, but, you know, marriage itself and the foundation of it 
Um, sometime in the restaurant, you might get bad service, but the food good. Mm. Um, so that don't taint, you know, the the experience every time. But sometimes you just might have a bad service, right. bad waiter, bad, you know. But it still tastes good, mm-hmm. you know. And and make sure that you are cooking with the right ingredients, metaphorically. Yeah. You are reading from the correct cookbook, mm-hmm. i.e., yeah. the Bible, and you know, it's a lot of books, a lot of podcasts, a lot of, um, and it's a daily thing. Yeah. It ain't no, oh, we good right now. We ain't arguing. That don't mean you good. Right. In the good times, that's when you had a hard conversations. Um, you know, what you do in good times sustain you in bad times. Um, so always be reading, always be digesting something that's going to help your marriage on a daily basis. Because the moment you get complacent, that's the moment when it, when the enemy comes in, you leave that door crack just a little bit. So you got to always be seeking knowledge and ways to be better in marriage um, for yourself and for your spouse. Right. So serve, take responsibility because you do it in anything else. So that job say, this is what we need from you to, to you know, keep this job. You're going to do everything in your power to keep that job. Right. So approach that same thing with um, with marriage. And so, yeah, serve cheerfully, like mm-hmm. I said earlier. Absolutely. Hey, I ain't got nothing else. I feel like we covered a lot of it, a whole lot of the basics. Uh, start you off on a good track, and you have to do the work to make sure y'all make it to the finish line. So, till next time, stay positive, stay encouraged. Lights out. Cheer!